Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here with Marina Hansen. How you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for being here. We're in the studio again. We're hanging out for a little bit. I'm looking at the computer monitor trying to figure out why Edition's acting crazy, but I worked it out now. But yeah, we're doing another uh, photo podcast. I think it's like episode 66, 65. Oh, cool. It's like a bunch. Of, I don't know. Yeah, yeah probably there. 66. And uh, getting barely getting up there. But yeah, I'm going to try and <laughs> we're going to try and hammer these little short ones out a lot faster. Shoot, we should. Um, but yeah, a few uh, photo things going on. Little things to talk about. Just some, I don't know, some little photo conversation that uh, that I've been, or like little photo ideas I've been thinking about over the last couple of days. I've been looking at bags a lot. I've been talking to you about camera bags a yeah. bunch. I've been trying to figure out like which like camera bag would be cool to move into next. Or like what you would want if you're trying to figure out what bag to use for just your whole professional setup. Right. Not really like your little day bag, like your little day camera bag. I just want to bring a camera with me. In fact, I'm pretty pretty gung-ho to do that just about whenever. Like I, I'm happy to put like the little film camera in the ammo can and just jam yeah. out the door and not have it be in a big bag or with like a bunch of extra batteries, lenses, and lens cloths and stuff. I think like over kidding or, you know, over building out some kind of complex set of ornaments you need around your camera is a bad thing sometimes. It can be hard. Like it literally is just too heavy. Too, too many things, too yeah, many little too many bits things. and pieces to get to too much attention to pay to things you won't pay attention to. Right. Ugh, yeah, just yeah. a lot of excess. A lot of excess. Yeah, it seems like a thing that you do early on when you're kind of getting into it a lot. You get a lot of yeah. little rubber blower deals that you're supposed to sque- <laughs> squeegee. Yeah, and then you know, like you get it. You, I use it a little bit, but I don't use or you know that, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I don't really consume that that much of. I think you. I mean. I think I should probably have one around. I've got the little brush, the little blowy brush. Yeah, you should have a little. <laughs> I got a little blowy little brush. Camera cleaning. I guess you should have like kit. sensor cleaners. I don't have anything like that. It's some like what squeegee. Is... It's like a solution okay. and a squeegee, and you like <laughs> you like put it down flat onto like the, the actual sensor. Oh, weird. And you like and you wipe up, I guess, all the dust and little eyelash hairs to get uh, queued up in there. That's... Yeah. All those little speckles and dots funny. and stuff you see when you when you like render out your yeah. or when you see your image, you shoot it at some Definitely like high f stuff. Yeah, all those little you're supposed to get a little squeegee and you <laughs> wipe them out of there. Yeah, it looks nuts. I guess it's funny. it freaks people out because you can smudge I'd, it or whatever. It's like yeah, I'd feel I nervous. Know, I wouldn't want to get it fogged or it's like what do you do if you screw it up? You're not supposed to touch it, but I guess you can touch it now. But it still seems weird, mm-hmm. and it is. It's it probably seems weird. weird. Yeah, yeah. I I don't really like to do it, but I get. But I guess you can watch a couple of YouTube videos about it, and you can be a pro at cleaning your sensor, which That's is cool. necessary. I, really, sometimes got we should do it. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd really want to be better at the yeah. detailed part of how to clean my camera. Yeah, correctly. I'm, I'm an animal when it comes to like how to handle equipment. A lot of the time, it's like open backed lenses i never do like lens caps on stuff like it's always like dust kind of falling into the hole of mm-hmm. the lens like you see like the little lens piece and then it kind of falls in down oh, into no. it and you're like oh no what's it gonna do down there <laughs> shoot um so yeah i'm sure there's there's been a lot of like dirty equipment that we've had around but i've been trying to think of a cool bag or a good bag that would be good to hold all of like my professional kit of camera stuff, like two bodies and a couple lenses, and then like your your two bodies and two lenses, probably like a digital and a film body and right. a couple lenses and accessories and a flash or something someday, whatever we'd, we'd build on for a while. And uh, yeah, I was looking at different bags that are out there. There's a bag out there I think that I'd like the most. It's probably like the common or like a very common one, but Low Pro's a big camera bag 
maker. I don't really know of too many. I mean, the one that I've got right now is a Tamrack. I looked at their stuff that's current in their mm -hmm. lineup, and I, I don't. I guess I don't really like it. I don't really see like the mid-sized, larger professional bag, which is sort of what I'm looking for for yeah. this camera. But like the stuff to put like a like a big or two big bodies and a couple lenses in. And there's not that much, but this low pro bag. I was looking at the Magnum 200 AW, and that's like the professional size bag. I think up from there, that's like the biggest line of bags that they have, the Magnum 200, and then like the Magnum 400, which is like luggage at what? that point. That's like a duffel bag sort of thing, I think. But I was thinking about this, I thought it'd be cool. Like some little pro bags for you and I. Yeah, I like these <laughs> ones a lot. I think that they look pretty cool. I like the ones that have the zip top, definitely. Yeah, I like the zip top. I noticed. Uh, over it. I noticed something that uh, that you brought up uh, when we were talking about it earlier, um, which is like a lot of the bags that just have the the flap over right. and buckle. Yeah, I don't like that style. I guess if it was, I don't know. I just can't picture that ever being good. Really, is how I feel. But um, yeah, yeah, I like if these you, ones that zip much more. Yeah, I like the, the zipped ones too. I mean, if you notice with yours that you had the the D seven thousand in for a long time, that's yeah. a low pro bag. It's probably similar in a lot of ways, but it's the overflap thing. But yeah. you notice too, it's it got does that zip, zip around. And I think yeah. all of the low pro bags have have the close the compartment up now. It's it's time to close it. That's nice. Um, I I like not worrying about the bag moving around but when it's closed up. many of them though are messenger bag style where it's just that long flap that that swings over the top and buckles and it's i guess secure but uh, but it's but not not, not for what i'm doing sideways yeah yeah that's how i feel about about that stuff a lot too so yeah i want something that's like, it's like luggage to contain everything uh when i'm when i'm carrying it around or, or something so uh you know looking at like the side over here it looks like it's it's fine size to carry with you it seems like it's a shoulder bag it's not like a big backpack thing so I was, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think of something that's like a the big the big new pro bag i'm into other ideas i've looked at like a couple other photographers what they do i see a lot of people either go with like think tank i see that and like the whatever high-end pro branding stuff that gets thrown back and forth um i see a lot of people go with just some just some canvas duffel bag that's about the right size. Oh, interesting. They just, yeah, they just get whatever they, they get, which is like unmarked. And I get the value of that. I guess like travel guys do that mm -hmm. to to just have a just a tan color bag that's unmarked. Yeah. And it's not like a an equipment bag or a luggage bag as much. Sure. It's just sort of a satchel sort of thing. So it's not it's like less descript. Um and I guess that benefits them for for whatever reasons, obvious reasons. Um and then what you do a lot of the time is you can get that like the foam inserts like the way that this that you see right. camera bags built you can just get that piece that kind of unzips yeah and then you have that sort of foam frame to put two lenses and a body in or something and i guess that works for a lot of folks is they, they just put that that in block the in the bag and then and then it's a camera bag essentially so yeah it probably works for a few people i don't i think it kind of metal or you know like i, I feel know. like it'd really have to be the right bag yeah, that's something I to want to do, but it's not something I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. you know, or like, uh, I want to try and get yeah, just some kind of nice, clean way to like put away everything or have everything kind of organized and set up to do some stuff. And then if we just do like a quick hike or something, and I want to bring just a camera and a lens with me, then I got a small little side bag to carry that stuff in. And yeah, it's, and I really like that. Like I work with that one all the time, and it holds quite a bit. Like you can hold everything you would want to carry with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, 
I borrowed that bag the other day. I fit my camera with a big lens on it and then uh, two smaller lenses in it. Yeah, and really and just my hat. fine. Yeah, oh, cool hat. <laughs> it fit in there. I fit my coffee in the front every day. Yeah, yeah, that little so, nice. Yeah, I did uh, kind of walk around and have a small kit. And I like that part a lot, having something that's lighter and more it efficient. It fits around so. your body really nicely. I noticed yeah. that lighter, softer one. Yeah. So I see a universe where like both exist. I definitely think usable. so. I think having one that you can wear for a long time is important to have. Like I think for the wedding photography stuff that we did this summer, it was really nice being able to carry that around and have just something that was small and yeah, that was I like could, could be on that. soft form against my body instead of the big hard ones yeah. that end up being heavier because you put more in them because yeah. you're supposed to oh, man. and you, yeah. it should. More pain. But those end up being heavy and hard to carry around if you're oh yeah if you're doing do. something like a wedding or a shoot where you're on your feet for a few hours it's a lot of weight and it's, it's like i've noticed and i bet like, yeah just with the stuff you do you yeah, walk around yeah. a bunch yeah yeah bag. yeah i get i get a little muscle cramps in my shoulders just because of the, the bag <laughs> yeah. the silly pound and a half of camera yeah. hanging on the right side of my arm all day yeah that's a really weird part of it that i don't ever think about really until after it happens but I noticed oh, that with yeah. the wedding, like with that yeah. last wedding that we did and when sore. I was carrying the bag more, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sore after yeah. just taking photos for the day. Uh, but yeah, it was, so, so. it's weird how how your body just gets thrown off yeah. and sore from carrying something on one side of you. Yeah, it, it took me a few weeks to get in like shape for it when I was doing this job of, of whatever it was yeah. to, to walk around and, and just whatever kind of things that wear on you in that, like took a few weeks to get used to it and sort of get trained up on like how to walk through that much or yeah. like you're just like tired after a bit of it because you're like oh man this is like way different all the little little pieces and stuff you do yeah it's weird what yeah what changes or like having a bag on your arm all day or the ways my shoes wear i think my shoes i noticed like i walked so many miles with the camera bag only right. on me and like you could see like the wear pattern on the side that the bag was on oh that's funny yeah it was really strange yeah, you're like, oh, weird that's like changing my gait because i have to like hobble with my camera bag <laughs> so yeah uh, it was yeah. really weird to see like a heel just kind of ground down diagonally so it probably says nothing good about how my back's lined up uh, <laughs> it's probably, yeah <laughs> need, need massage a, need to go i need to figure, figure that out yeah but yeah i like having i like those softer bags for when you're gonna wear it for a while or if you're gonna like do a little yeah. hike or something but i think that it's really useful and important especially for like the travel stuff that we like oh, to do yeah. I think that having a good case that can hold a number of things that yeah. is like a hard-sided, hard-bottomed case is really important and useful if you're going to have something so that's, that's going in and out of your truck a lot. I want something that's like that's yeah, sturdy. Camping with you or backpacking with you even. I don't know if you backpack with this. I could. It would depend on the trip. I, I think that see, you could backpack with this definitely. I could see myself convincing me that I'm supposed to. <laughs> or like oh, you're supposed to, you're, you're a professional you're, you're doing this to take pictures you're supposed to carry 20 pounds of glass up this mountain eight thousand feet <laughs> that's what you asked for is what part but i hate it every time i've done it or it's just so much but extra pain yeah uh, the, <laughs> but it's all the stuff though yeah at least it's at least it's all you the always stuff. have to carry that tripod too Oh yeah! Which is like oh, the, the tripod. Part that on I it. Hate. Oh, that's <laughs> it's always true. so awkward. Yeah, which side do you carry it on when you're hiking around? Ugh. Yeah. So, 
uh, yeah, that's probably where some cool camera backpack would be super, but I'm yeah. not into those. I don't really like not the things so I've seen. And I think uh, people have gotten too into bag, camera bag setups. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanna, I wanna get you and I a solid pro bag each. And then I, I want like idea. little little side bags. Or I'll take like one of the old messenger bags I have and we should get we should get those inserts. Those oh, inserts. that'd be cool. Yeah, you have a great old bag for that actually. Yeah, and I can throw it in in a couple of those. Yeah, that'd so be that'd fun. be a cool thing. We should try it. We'll get a couple of those for Christmas too. Throw cool them inside. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we should throw it throw it in I don't know, some some little side messenger bag we've got. Yeah, that'd and, be cute. Uh, yeah, we'll be able to hold, at least do that'd something. Carry on the film camera, isn't it? Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll free up another bag down here. I can put. Uh, oh yeah. I can put some other side camera in there. I was trying to figure out like what to do or like how to line up. We because we, we pulled out all of our cameras the other day. We yeah, talked about it a little bit did. when we were cleaning up, finding cool different screw mount cameras <laughs> versus like the. I think it's called a bayonet mount. Oh, interesting. You know when it's like the, the sprockets and they yeah. kind of like fit in a certain yeah, way. Yeah, like latches and in. Latch. It's a bayonet mount. I like those bayonet mounts more. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. The screwing is weird. Leica, I guess, was screw mount for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Leica and like Voigtlander, Voigt something. I wonder I why. Or I wonder what what the difference is. I think it was the technology at the time or the yeah, company just... culture or something. It was the 50s. I mean, like, yeah. it's like, it like pipe fitting threading that they were like building lenses out of. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well. We're pretty happy we can do this. This works, yeah. this works great. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, like a pipe, you know, you screw it on. It's, it's a pipe on the camera. It works. <laughs> that was uh, cool, though. We had so many cameras out. Oh, man. Yeah, I didn't realize that we had that many just side cameras tucked away back there. So, yeah, I want to go through and set them out or sell them off, whatever that or whatever in between of that. But, yeah, I was looking. I was like, oh, my gosh, wow. So there's like the two that I use and then there's. 18 or you know i don't know 11 or 12 <laughs> of these different cameras that are kind of floating around in yeah. some capacity or another i don't even think we pulled them all out either like i, I think the there D1 were a few that were, that were still left all the silly away. little point and shoots yeah i was gonna say all of the little point and shoots all the little like yeah. the swan just talking about slrs that have been sort of strangely collected over a couple <laughs> of years or all the silly side lenses i've got i've got to get rid of those oh, yeah. those didn't some... even merit coming out of the closet for the big <laughs> For the big lineup, you know, but yeah, some silly zoom lenses that were that were used, kind of kind of junkier ones now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, or yeah, just not right for kind of stuff that you're doing. Yeah, not Do right. Those. Yeah, not right. Used up, better stuff out there. So, yeah, you got to focus on the on the nice the nice parts of of what to use about an old film camera and like yeah, junky definitely. old Vivitar lenses aren't aren't no, really what it's for. That. Yeah, you got to go for the classic part. So yeah, I need to, I need to, I need to dump that stuff. It's just a lot of weight to carry around in your house. Even I mean, it is, that, yeah. it's like a lot of closet Little boxes space. in the closet. Yeah, yeah. I want to try and clear some of that stuff out with you. Maybe we could get a couple bucks. We could list some lenses for ten bucks a piece or something. And I bet, yeah, you can move some lenses that way. Yeah, you know, worth I mean, ten bucks. Yeah, it, that's it. That's a or a yeah, garage sale or yeah, thrift store price is yeah. what I was thinking. Which that's is what, what they are. Too. These aren't high value lenses, right? Uh, but well, I mean, we could we could look. I think, but I think they're just weird off market lenses. So what? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Hey, <laughs> you know. But true, yeah, it was cool though looking at like all of that big. It was, stuff. yeah. It makes me want to like we were kind of talking about. It makes me want to 
sort of like sort down to just the best stuff and kind of clean that up and get that in its that. little yeah. kit for use. Yeah, yeah we should so make stuff used or it's more interesting. In, yeah, or our yeah. little set of uh, museum cameras. Yeah, yeah. I want the hero wall <laughs> yeah. of old cameras and museum stuff to line up. And then I want like our, our a in few use, cool in use, yeah, ones. like a cool old special camera that yeah. we like shooting with and then like a whatever newer film yeah and like newer an SLR film and then the, but yeah, yeah we should have a, we should have like a couple of different cameras that we're we're using through all at the same time probably three i'd figure like, i think three is pretty reasonable yeah i think like one of the cool older film ones and then a newer film one and then yeah i older mean what film, you just said newer but, film yeah and then pro nice digital. digital yeah i think it's, oh, cool. it's fun so hard Okay, it's so cool that you get different photos from all of them too. No, it is it is a I different like type of craft of in each of those. Yeah, and that's that's where I I wish that I could experience like a rangefinder. Like I wish I could just jump into a oh, Leica yeah. or some cool camera like that. Mm-hmm. I think I was looking around today and like eh, there's probably a lot of stuff out there that's much cheaper. But like the kind of that like we're talking about the nice part of it that yeah. you kind of want to get into. That's uh, like. Thirteen hundred bucks or something, you know. It's like it's whatever the price of everything that's expensive yeah. all the time is. But I want to I want to try and shoot with like a a cool old rangefinder and cool glass. You know, that'd be like a cool different kind of experience than the the, the manual focus. Yeah, thing that, we do that now. would be neat. Rangefinders are their own game altogether. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about. I don't know what it means to find your range. I, <laughs> I think I kind of get it, but I I don't think I really know. And I'm a photographer. I should know a little bit. At least I'm a photographer. Uh, so. Uh, I want to try and like learn about that or like medium format. Oh, that'd be like cool the different too. lenses and stuff. Just that whole like like kind of thing of different types of cameras yeah. and how they worked. I, w- I was really interested in, but I don't. It's hard to have access. It's hard to, to have access. I want a like a Hasselblad. They're cheaper than Leicas, so maybe we should go over that. I don't know. They're like uh, <laughs> they're like three, four hundred, five hundred bucks for the body. Is you, it? I don't know if I'm familiar with those ones. Is that similar to the Leica? That's the. That's so the Leicas are the are the, the rangefinder style right. small camera, and then the medium formats are going to be like the big like box cameras. Yeah. Oh, and that's what the, they're sort of module, and that's the Hasselblad. That's the Hasselblad. There's Hasselblad. a yeah okay. different. I get. I was just thinking of different, very different kinds. That's the one that you primarily see with that that top down look. Right. That kind of looks like a tall rectangle with a little window at the top and little yeah. shades. And that's when you see a lot of latte art on Instagram of. It's sort of a silvery, tall, old school rectangle that you kind of look down like uh, like what we got right. set up on yeah. the, the viewfinder of the F4 right now. And yeah, you can you see that like little little view out. And then you're supposed to get, you know, some nice lens on that and, and take your thing. Uh, so that'd be cool. Or, you know, it'd be a kind of a, a fun a fun kind of thing. The RB67 was one that I was looking at for a while. It was like an old Mamiya camera. That was the same oh. kind of thing. It was like a big box with a big, like, handle. I think I remember you showing me. Yeah, yeah. And then, you. yeah, it takes, like, big big lenses on the front. You could put different backs on it, I guess, was a feature. Of it. Yeah. So you shoot, like, a 220 film, or you should shoot Polaroids, I guess, was the idea. be really interesting. Yeah, I don't know how that works anymore. It's like a different kind of technology now. But yeah, it'd be kind of fun to have just a giant Polaroid camera that like shot, you know, with professional glass and cool. lenses and stuff. Uh, that'd be so cool. It'd be fun. I guess your resolution out of those Polaroid prints is always going to be super limited and dynamic yeah. range, and quali- you know, whatever it is. So yeah, that's a tough Maybe part. Maybe just is. a regular Polaroid camera would be fun. I know, right? Yeah, we should get an I Instax. I would love to- Yeah. The, the new, the new 
uh, versions. We should. That'd be really fun. Yeah. That was the camera that my parent my parents had a an old one in the nineties. Uh, yeah, we had we had one that was kind of like that too. We only used it a handful of times, but I think one of these Instax cameras. There's a few of them that are that are kind of interesting and so and but still pretty cheap in, in a lot of ways. So we could try and get like some little one like that and, and run some little little tiny prints out. It'd be yeah, fun. That'd I remember be really fun. having that the little uh, what was it called that like. A little printer that we yeah, had on our trip, that battery-powered one. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, was made by Polaroid, and it was like a zinc printer. It was like a zero ink. It was some dopey marketing thing, but yeah, it was just some little little two two inch by three inch printer that would print out stickers if you peel them. It was really cool. Yeah, it yeah, was awesome. Made, I loved that. We made that so many so prints. Cool. Yeah, we burned through a ton of prints on that. I remember like going in and like buying like a pack of 90 yeah. little prints that we'd open it up put the little deal in there i would read it spit the card out run my yeah, little prints out the little blue cards yeah we used it until the little heat thing burned up yeah uh, we need <laughs> Whatever, i want another one of those there, i want there another are one of those even more like than it. i want a polaroid new, there are many new ones that are like it and and so yeah i was thinking about that but they're more expensive though they're probably oh. a better technology and they probably make better prints and they're bigger Oh. But but they're like 150 bucks for the tool for the item now. When we bought it, it was like four, it was unpopular. Yeah, and I remember confusing. it was really cheap. Now it's like a, a a more desired product. The market says it's a hundred dollars more. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those. Well, that'd be cool. We should get one. Yeah, it'd be so cool. Yeah, no, we we should. <laughs> yeah, get I loved those having those little stickers. That was really fun. It was fun. That's yeah, cool it was great for to little journal stuff. I really yeah, like that. It. I liked it independent oh, of the computer. That. I liked it independent of the big thing, which we should pray from that dude again more. Oh, yeah. You need to run some, get some fresh ink. Fresh ink. I was thinking the same. We got to get fresh ink. So fresh. Ooh. So I think that probably wraps up most of this episode of the Billion Wood Photo Podcast. We did a solid 22 minutes, Marina. Nice job. Nice work, Billy. I appreciate it very much. So on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman. And thank you all very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.